Viewer discretion is advised. Why is it important that we learn Abel Tasman discovered New Zealand and not the actual truth that Māori discovered New Zealand? Because like we want to, uh, everything awesome has to be white. It has to be white. So the white kids get empowered and the brown kids love white people. Mandate. Hey, welcome to the Mandate um, podcast. And so we're nothing's off the table, and so we're very privileged tonight. And obviously, like as always, always we always have a, an amazing guest. And so our amazing guest tonight, we have um, it's going to be it's going to be an awesome night tonight. We have Eliotta Fumono Sapolu. Please give it up. Cheers. <laughs> thank you. I also, I also thank you so much for coming on tonight. Um, just I think we're just in terms of staying the ball rolling. Um, if you could just tell a little bit about yourself. Um, even in the, in the early days, um, Eliotta, just a little bit about, just to give us a bit of a te- uh, teaser about who you are also. Um, <clears throat> thank you for having me, guys. Uh, my name's Eliotta Fumono Saapolu. I was uh, born in Samoa. Came to New Zealand when I was three, I think. Um, stayed in Grafton, Grey Lynn, uh, bounced around a bit. Then we settled in Manurewa, out in um, South Auckland. Um, went to school there, primary Intermediate, then went to grammar, um, studied at Auckland Uni, played rugby for Auckland Uni, uh, went overseas, uh, lived in England for about seven years and Japan three years. Uh, been living in Samoa for about five years, I think. And I've uh, been stuck here um, for the last two years because of the... Uh, <laughs> Good times. Yeah, yeah, the uh, <laughs> pandemic. <coughs> pandemic. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, 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 that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, awesome, awesome. Hey, I think there's a lot of things we can delve into. Um, also, um, and you are, for me, you're, kind of, you're a very colourful person in terms of some of the things you, you stand for. And I love the fact that you're very, very bold in your stance um, and you're very um, strong in terms of your conviction also. And so, because um, I know in the past, I know you, you're, 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 you're a sports professional as well. Yeah. Uh, we played for Marusa Amor and also Gloucester and Bath. But um, before we kind of delve into any, anything else that's quite controversial, so just to, just tell us a little bit in terms of your in terms of your sporting career and how it, how that kind of unfolded and how that kind of happened for you from going from you know, from New Zealand and all this international and, and Manu Samoa. Well, give us a little bit about how how that all happened for you, so. Um, in in sport, um, my dad enrolled me in rugby because he said I kept running up and down the house and uh, with with a pair of socks or. A bottle of, um, you know, the plastic bottles and stuff. So um, I used to do that. So he enrolled me in sport. Um, I went to the army rugby field and uh, we tried to join with the Manudewa club, but they wouldn't let me. So I went in, uh, one of the, it was a Maori coach. Sorry, I don't know his name, but he let me play for the uh, Papakura team against Manudewa and I scored like seven tries. So <laughs> then I was allowed to play for Manudewa, oh. but we, we were only allowed, uh, we only went with Manudewa because it was closer. So, um, we didn't have much money right then. Um, so I, I've been playing sport my whole life. To, uh, I still love sport. Uh, sport's everything to me. Um, uh, county's rep in softball, county's rep in swimming, um, New Zealand under 15, three on three champion. Um, just everything. Captain of the Premier, um, Auckland Grammar, Premier basketball team, all of that. I loved. I, I love sport. Sport means everything to me. And... Um, um, <laughs> How I got into it. So, oh, so my dad pushed me into sport, and uh, we kept driving past 
Auckland grandma when I was young and you know how it's like a Roman or whatever it is yeah, it's yeah, that yeah, fancy yeah. on the motorway and he used to say you see son you're going to that school and I didn't know what it was but um, he had a plan he was like enrolling me in heaps of sports you know um, he knew that I, I, I was good at sport like pretty much anything anything I do if I put my mind to it I'll end up being good at it anything so um, and I know people oh what an arrogant dude but <laughs> Um, I've learned to know myself and accept it. Wow, you know that wow. I that I am actually good at sport, or I was good at everything. So um, he got me into everything, um, like swimming, like I said, swimming, softball, rugby, everything. So when I went to Green Meadows, I don't know that he had this plan, but I was like captain of the Green Meadows league team, Green Meadows rugby team, and we won champions of champions back then. I don't know if they have it now. You know, you win your local area, then you go and face all the other Auckland schools. So. He had this plan where um, he wanted me to be a rep in everything, and then he was short talking grandma, and then <laughs> wow, yeah, and so did. pretty much I got in pretty easy. Um, even though uh, my English and uh, reading comprehension, you know how they had the I think it was a PTA test, yeah, 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 it was rubbish. It was like ten percent, um, nine percent, really bad, like wow. like the worst. But um, I was in the like our school math ex, I was in the accelerate classes, all of that because of my maths and science and. Um, but in terms of sport, um, he pushed me into a lot of things, um, and solely just to get me into grammar. Wow, man. No, I was just going to ask, like leading on from that, um, in terms of sports, cause I did read a little bit about how, um, you excelled at a lot of sports and, yeah. um, some of the experiences you had at Auckland boys was, was really interesting to read about, um, in terms of, um, some of the controversy with, um, just clashing with teachers and being yeah. able to, um, defend, um, sort of some of the cultural values that you had and, and you know, helping other Pacific Islander um, students out um, yeah. in some of those tough times. So it made me think about the politics behind sports and even things like education. Mm. Um, but how much does, um, do the politics affect your enjoyment of sports and sort of getting involved in, in good causes and things like that? Oh man, politics is massive, bro. And, it, and it, it's not just at the professional end. Like um, when I was at Auckland Grammar, um, I was in one of the top classes because they stream their classes. So it's A, B, C, D, all the way down to like M. It goes all the way down, N or O. And so I was in B. Sorry, I was in C nearly the whole time. And um, one one year I came second in the whole form. So in fourth form, I was a second top student. And, you know, this is Asians. Mm. This is Auckland grammar. Nah, this isn't, you nah. know, this is whites, Balangis, Asians, yeah. all of that. And I came second in the whole form. So... Um, like a teacher pulled me aside and was like, uh, Ali, you're going to have to choose one. You've got to choose one. You can't do both. You can only be either professional or you, you have to follow your academics. And, um, mm. you know, I went home and I told mom and my mom was like, bullshit. That guy is all shit. Like she just thought, <laughs> you know, you show me how he is. And, you know, like, um, like our teachers had political agendas back mm. then, man. You know, it's like trying to, trying to say, trying to limit us, you know. And so I was really lucky I had a mother who was like, no, nah, do both. And wow. if, you, if you're if you struggling, well, find a way, you know, work harder. She always say work harder or um, it's not enough. It's not enough what you're doing. It's not enough. Wow. And uh, like I said before, she always said, like, said the F word, like, you gotta say it. <laughs> yeah, you can throw it back, go for it, man. Yeah, like, she was constantly like, hey, fuck it, fuck them, fuck them. You know, that's not enough. Work harder, find a way, fuck them. You know, they, they're, they're limited to their way of thinking because they can't do shit. Like she would talk oh. like that. You know, and so, okay, yeah, yeah, find a way, find a way. So, um, yeah, like dealing with the political side and the professionals was a lot easier than, you know, when you're young and mm, you get hit yeah, with this yeah, shit yeah. And, and you don't know, like a lot of it. See, like the biggest bullies in school are not actually the students. 
because the students are quite powerless. Yeah. It's the teachers. Teach, wow. They are the all-powerful authority. They have experience. They know how to isolate, manipulate, hide their shit, all of that stuff. So no one would have known that this teacher said yeah, that. You yeah. know what I mean? And yet he could have just derailed me straight away mm. in, in, in fourth form, you know? Wow. So, and you know, and a lot of people, a lot of our people think that, oh, yeah, man, you got to choose one, man. You got to choose one. But, um, yeah, so, like, going through a lot of that stuff when you're young, going through a lot of it, which is, like, the biggest adversities I had was when you're young, which kind of tells me, like, um, that's a really important stage, you know, especially the teenage yeah. stage, um, intermediate. So all of that political stuff, people, teachers with political agendas, teachers with stereotypes, you know, mm. you know, getting through that was a lot harder than the professionals because, you know, everything's sort of under the camera. I mean, yeah, under the microscope, yeah. um, there's human rights and all of these things, but no one knows what happens to a little you know, to a kid at school, mm. you know, and yet these, these teachers have the power to completely derail any child they want. Man, that's crazy. And it's yeah. the biggest bullies. The b biggest bullies are those with the biggest power and it's teachers. Wow. Because so. I'm just wondering when you were saying that also, that did you find out if you if you were the only student that this teacher talked to or or was it just um, you? I, I had no idea, but there was no one in my school doing what wow. I was doing, wow. except for like um, there was Joe Nafahu, yeah, yeah, the yeah, year yeah. before, who was, um, he ended up leaving. Now, I don't know if this is true. Maybe you guys will ask him one day, <laughs> one day but um, like he, he was a top student and an amazing rugby player. So, yeah. um, you know, like why wasn't he head boy? You know, things like that. Uh, there was um, Matthew Leavata, same. Wow. Just brilliant and in sports. So I don't know if they got a discussion like that, but um, I definitely got it from my English teacher. And, um, but that's just what I went through. Obviously, if they don't, well, they don't. But, you know, that's what I got asked. And um, so the political side, obviously. But um, the biggest things that I had to overcome were all, uh, when I look back, all when I was younger. Wow. So would you say, like, in terms of you were saying with that teacher, whoever the teacher was, you won't, obviously you won't say his name, but what did you end up doing? How did you approach him when you kind of... So you, when your oh. mom, you had that discussion with your mom. What, what, how did you go back and say, "Hey, mom, see this"? Yeah, no, I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just ignored him. Yeah, I mean, like you're a kid, you sort of like, oh, I don't want to tell him no. You know, they have all the power. They can be the biggest bullies. Oh, I'll just go about. I'll just keep making these teams and keep doing what I do. And um, and and yeah, that's just got on with it. Wow. But. Um, he, the funny thing is, is he probably thought he, mean, he, he meant, meant well. well. He meant well. He yeah. meant well. And yeah. So like, um, but that's in my head, like, what if I actually believed that? And then I probably wouldn't have, because um, mom had a plan as well. She was like, get your law degree first yeah. and then you can go overseas. Mm. And I'm not joking. I got my law degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then two months later, played for Samoa, and like ripped England, came down, yeah. came down, agents everywhere. And then, like, literally, like, four months after I got my degree, I'm on a plane to England playing professional rugby. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it just worked out perfectly. But, um... Which, yeah, which tells you mom, mom knows best, too. Mom, mom knows best, too. Mom knows well, best. Oh, man. And you're right. Because imagine if you said, oh, yeah, mom, I think I'll just go to that academic um, route. Yeah, life would have been really different for you. Um, yeah. but and imagine that because you're such, you're, you're talented in sports, academia as well. 
And so you had you kind of had the best of both worlds also. Yeah, but I never knew that though. Yeah, yeah. And I, you, I yeah. never knew that when I was wow. young. Like that's one thing. If I could relive my life again, is to believe that man, I am good at this shit. Wow. You know, like I am very intelligent. You know, like I had no confidence. And again, it's because of what I went through when I was younger. So at Green Meadows, you know. I was the mock guy for being dark skin, you know? I was called wow. the Invisible Man. That was my name. You know when they reel in the TV? Yeah, yeah. Man, I'd be like, fuck. Because the, the lights go off. And as oh. soon as the lights went off, it would be like, Ali, open your eyes so we can see you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, the whole man, time I'd be like that. <laughs> I'll laugh it off. Smile, please, so we can see your white teeth. It wow. was like that all the time, man. So, um, And you know what? It came from brown kids as well. Like white kids, but a lot of brown kids were just hard mm. out. So... Uh, I understand that we mock and all that, yeah, but yeah. man, it really does destroy like youth, man. Like, damn. but what, what do you think, uh, Elliot? So, what what do you think is like even now, even as men now, mm. we're still doing that kind of mm. rubbish and yeah, just mocking bro. each other. And what what do you think? Like, even as young as you were and they were back in the days, what do you think? Why do we, as people, brown Pacifica people, do that to each other? Yeah, bro. You know, you know how it is, man. I mean, I, I could point to colonization and that, but yeah. Um, you know, that's why talks like this is good, bro. Like, especially for men, like, um, you can blame something a lot and you can blame a lot of colonization because this is, this is the way we got treated. So, you know, if you can get the slave to whip the slave, then you don't need to yeah. do anything. You know what I mean? Damn. So, um, like a, a lot of it is that, but, uh, that, you know, the intergenerational trauma yeah, and all yeah. that shit, you know, kids getting mocked by their parents. So they go mock other kids and all yeah. of that stuff. Kids getting bullied by their teachers, mocked by, are you stupid? Like, I look back at primary school, the, the biggest growlings was always the brown kid in the classroom. They mm. never said, you stupid, arrogant, torah, get out. They never say that to a white kid or an Asian kid. I look back <laughs> now and just like, you know, you have your moments, you're like, yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. Like 30 years later, I'd be like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. That dude was racist. You know, it's like, man, I wonder what ever happened to Jim, you know, or, yeah. or O'Connor, like the moldy boy and, uh, you know, I just think, man, like we were mocked. We, we were mocked by TV. We we're mocked by. So when you when you talk about intergenerational trauma, we always yeah. talk about our parents treating us like shit, and we don't ever talk about the intergenerational systems that are still there. Wow. Okay, like school. School has always been a big bully uh, to Polynesian people. The media, all of that shit. None of that changes. So. Uh, intergenerational trauma it's awesome we focus on like what parents do and you know how we can get better but we also need to address the systems that are still mm. there like school is still teaching our kids bullshit okay <laughs> when we were young we had a general knowledge -athon, um who discovered New Zealand okay I, I wrote down Maori no that's wrong it's Abel Tasman Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. my my girl comes home from school before the holidays. Oh, we're doing Abel Tasman. What the fuck? Why are you doing Abel Tasman? Oh, he discovered New Zealand. Bullshit. <laughs> are you serious? 30 years later, this institution again. And why why is it important that we learn Abel Tasman discovered New Zealand and not the actual truth that Maldi discovered New Zealand? Because like we want to, uh, everything awesome has to be white. It has to be white. So the white kids get empowered yeah. and the brown kids love white people. Okay, so that's what we get from it. And then our kids get demoralized because they don't see anything else. So that same system that taught me that bullshit that Abel Tasman uh, discovered New Zealand, even though Māori were here for over a thousand years, Samoans were here for over a thousand years, the uh, Takitimu, one of the biggest canoes that brought Māori, was made in Samoa. So 
we don't learn any of that, man. Wow. We don't learn any. Wow. And how, wow. how good would be you? You heard that? You, wow. If you hear that, mm. oh, bro, are you serious? Yeah, man. Like it, it's ridiculous. Like thirty years later, that wow. same system is teaching now my kid bullshit. You know, wow. so I have to try and protect and combat that trauma, that bullshit. So I'm I'm with her. No, 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 no. You know, I tell her about Kupe. I tell her about Hinete Aparangi. The um, woman who named this place Aotearoa, you know, she came here. So she wasn't Māori herself. So you know what I mean? So Pacific. Wow. You know, so Pacific person. So I, I try and, I mean, decolonize is one thing, but, you know, then I send my kid back to this institution that's lying their ass off the next day. Mm. You know wow, what I mean? Wow, You know, because we got to go to work. Yeah. So, yeah. man, it's an it's a intricate, complex system mm. that we're all entrapped in. But I think if we, like, no one person can dismantle, but maybe we can all do something. You know what wow. I mean? You know, so, but um, it's, it's shit like that, man. Shit's deep, man. Yeah. Ooh, man, man that, yeah. that really, <laughs> yeah, that really good. speaks to me, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a uni student I'm doing, I'm in my final year of education, so to, to be a primary teacher. And um, a lot of the journey has been unlearning, relearning, and just, trying to make sense of what I was taught coming through the education system yeah. because now I'm learning that a lot of the stuff I learned is in fact not correct. Right. Um, and then it's sort of like, where does that leave me now? And, mm. and sort of trying to navigate the space and mm. make sure we're teaching truth. Yeah. Um, because education, I mean, yeah, I've sort of learned a little bit or become sensitive to the way it's being used or it's, it's leaning towards mm -hmm. an ideology and, Right. And and that sort of thing, and it's it's really frustrating to try and find where you stand and mm. what is the right way, kind of thing. So right. I really appreciate um, your insight on no, that. No, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, and and, and your yeah, your yeah. right way will be different to my right mm -hmm. way. To yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and and that's what it is. It's about finding you. It's about finding who you are. Looking back and finding finding you. And this is this is another problem. Yeah. Is now we have a generation trying to find ourselves. While our kids are going to the same system again, you know, so they're going to have to go find themselves because they, the system doesn't do shit. Mm. And if you look at what they did with Aboriginal children mm. and what they did with American uh, Indian children, remember they take the kids, they put them in, you know, clothes, the uniforms, and all that shit. Like, like every predator, just like lions, just like wolves, they don't hunt hunt the adults. You know, they hunt the young ones. Okay, wow. and this system is all about the kids because you can only perpetuate it. You can only keep it going in the future if you've turned the kids. Okay, mm. and then while you're trying to decolonize, while we are all trying to decolonize, fight our own trauma, they've got the the next kids. Okay, so this is like a batch, man. We're we're like getting put through this. System, system, eh? and you know it's 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 deep, it's deep. But this is a colonial system. This mm. is how they do it. Remember, they this whole education system was about creating like one mind. Remember mm. these these mm. guys buried Aboriginal children up to their necks and yeah, kicked their heads yeah, off. Yeah. Okay, so they 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 locked Maori in the marae, Maori women and children in the marae, and burned it down. Like they are conscienceless. You know, like nothing in them goes, that's wrong, man. We shouldn't do that shit. So this is the system that they are able to create is to get rid of your conscience and just do what they tell you to do. Okay. So this is what it's all about. So 
as you're, as we are all trying to reclaim ourselves yeah. and fight this trauma and recolonize our minds and get back who we are, we cannot let go of our kids. Wow. Okay, you have to bring them on your own journey. Bring them on their journey because they're getting eight hours a day at this colonial oh. institution. Mm. Eight hours a day, you know. Then they're coming on, uh, coming home on their iPads, doing all that shit, watching uh, Netflix, where I had to go through for ages to find the black lead. And it, and it was so the movie was like really traumatic, and I was like, oh no 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 no, like we're I would like a black home alone, you know, you know, just <laughs> dumb movies, you know, just get my kids to enjoy watching uh, color, you know. Yeah. But it's all of this, man. Like, um, yeah, man, this is deep, bro. It's mm. deep. But um, take your kids on your journey. Take your kids on your on your on your journey of finding yourself. And at least give them a better start in finding themselves. Wow. You know, instead of them having to get to our age and shit, man. Yeah, look at yeah. the trauma I went yeah, through, okay? Yeah. So like um I try and share with my kids everything, everything. So if they come home like the Abel Tasman thing, no, 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 no. You know, and um everything is like um and don't worry about the quantity of time. I know they get eight hours, like always think quality. Yeah, quality yeah, over quantity, yeah. okay? Yeah, you, you get it's eight good. hours, but you know, my mom was able to beat that system. You know, mm. that's why I don't give a fuck about that system because my mom was always like, nah, fuck, that's bullshit. You're someone, you're beautiful, brilliant, all of this, man. Wow. She's like, um, man, she's scared of nothing, man. She's scared of nothing. So, um, and because of it, it allowed my thoughts to just think deep about everything. Don't yeah. be scared mm. to think that. And what about this? And, and just bounce around and, um, yeah, man. Sorry, see, see, this is what I'm talking about, bro. No, I just, hey, hey, it was a dude. Guy like, <laughs> 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 don't, don't even apologize. Here. Don't even apologize, Avi Lutz, man. No, what you're saying is some crazy <laughs> stuff, man. And yeah, I love bro. it. But I love the fact that you said um, early on, you say, hey, you, in terms of identity, that you, your kind of version of identity will be different from mine or Jamin and yourself. Yeah. I love the fact that and there's, there's no prejudgment, but it's all about identity and finding yourself. Yeah, and and it seems like it's like you're saying in terms of decolonization, colonization, it seems like even racism, mm. but it seems like a big issue now is like people trying to find themselves. What's my identity? Mm. Uh, even uh, our young people looking, what's the identity? What's who am I? Who, who am I? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it seems like, how do we, like, cause there'll be some people watching this, some men, even some, even our own men might be watching this and say, hey, what do you do to saying is, nah, it's not even true, man. Whatever, whatever, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But what do you, what do you say to, to men like that who may, may be thinking, maybe there's some truth. Maybe there's some real truth what Elliot's uh, saying in terms of, identity and, and decolonization man why should i be sitting my kids out there learning about abel tasman when he wasn't even the first person to, to, to what, what do you say to, to, to the to the brothers out there who maybe thinking yeah and then some nah oh man if, if someone's thinking nah that's not true then that's their truth i i wow. can't i can't like force anyone to think this and that and no matter what this is what i don't like about the woke crowd like yeah. um they have all these theories. No, you should rah rah. You should rah rah rah. But ultimately, your your life experience will speak louder than anything. Mm. What what you have gone through in life will talk to you more than what some woke person with theories in a book and all of this shit. So um, I know I, I that's great. If if you don't have any problem with anything or whatever, um, it's not your experience, and that's man. I'm not trying to convert anyone or anything. I'm. That like this is my experience mm. this is how i view the world this is how i view what's happening with my kids and myself um it's a, uh this life you know life is a journey man if you think mm. you, you you oh i'm an adult i'm 40 yep you know then man there's, there's more to it uh like 
Um, and this is again the woke crowd. A lot of them don't have kids, you know, so they don't. You know, it's just theories. Like <laughs> you're gonna have kids, you're gonna have grandkids. Your kids are gonna get become adults. You know, it's like uh, it doesn't stop. It doesn't yeah. stop. The learning doesn't stop. The battles don't stop. Um, the decolonizing doesn't stop because you'll, you'll get to a stage where you become a grandparent and then you start thinking about, man, I remember my grandma, blah, 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 blah. So then you're now gone to a different level of con consciousness where it's sort of like regenerate. Now you've got to do some more, mm. you know? So it never stops because life will take you to a place where you've never been before, mm. you know, whether it's um, physically or um, um, consciously, um, physically, especially because, and this is, you know, a lot of people are very selfish, you know, um, I don't need, I don't need help. I don't need this, but they obvious, like I was very blessed to look after my grandmother when she couldn't move, when she was peeing her bed, where you had to wipe her, you know, you had to literally, it's like a baby, you know, and then you learn, holy shit, I'm not going to be like this forever, wow. you know, and it, again, it takes you to another place. So when you're old, you realize who's the most important one when we're like that. Yeah. It's our kids, man. Our kids have all the power then. Are they compassionate? <laughs> are they compassionate <laughs> enough? You know, like, um, uh, am I raising them to be able to raise you back? Hey, man. You know, like, um, there's levels, man. Like, yeah. just when you think, oh, I'm fine. Oh, whatever. Man, you're going you're gonna to get old. We're all going to get old. And you won't be able to move. You won't be able to wipe your bum. You can't get out of bed and go to the toilet. Like, are you preparing for that? Like, um, you know, have you instilled enough compassion in your children? You know, like, so all of that sort of should force you to, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. learn behavior, you know, teach, teach compassion and all of that. Uh, also teaches you to not uh, be so selfish and, you know, oh, I don't need this, I don't need that, man. You're, we're all going to need shit, man. So, mm. so it's just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. See, again, no, I, no, I, I don't know. I don't no, no, know where no, we started. Also, also, also. No, but, but in saying that, um, Elliot, in saying that, but do, do you kind of fear, is there a bit of concern of our, our young people, our young Pacific people in terms of this generation? Is it, are you concerned of, man, are they compassionate or in terms of identity? And are they are they strong enough or is there is there a lot of courage in our young people to kind of stand on their own two feet and say, hey, I'm a proud Islander? What are you, what are you, what are, you, what are your um, thoughts on that in terms of our, our younger generation? Man, I don't know, man. Like, um, like for oh, man, it's different today. Yeah. It's mm. different, man. Like, oh man, I can't even relate now. Like TikTok, all of that stuff. Like OnlyFans. Like yeah, seriously, yeah. it is different now, man. It's like, um, man, I don't know. I don't know. My kids are still young, so. I'm not in, I, I still think the teenage sort of 10 and up is the toughest, man. But um, again, that's theory because I haven't actually had a teenager, but for myself it was. But I don't know, man. I don't know. They they have a lot, there's a lot of distractions out there. But you know what's funny? Like um, a lot of P Pacific Island youth, they're still like really tight with family. Like they're yeah. still really family orientated. Um, and in this day and age, man, that's powerful, man. Like, They've got kids on iPads. You, you know, people are doing that screen time. Okay, I'm gonna stop mm. my kid on the screen at home, right? <laughs> yeah. They have no idea that you know school is now all iPad. IPads, like yep. at school, like literally like six hours of Damn. iPad. Yeah, and you know what they do if it's raining? For us, it was like okay, play Connect Four, here's some yeah, cards, and yeah. they they put on a movie, man. 
it's, it's like it's what the f- <laughs> so in this day in this day, day and age when i see like a lot of these young kids man like i'll see them bawling they're still like respectful they're, they're still with their family they always put their family first and that's got to be hopeful man yeah, that's cool, that's man. really got to be hopeful so um i don't know man but we got to keep trying to give them the information give them that the help yeah. uh the support and i don't know what that is so again you mm. know like in our own journeys that the help will be different for different people and it might just be a talk or it might be money or whatever so but um, that's a good question, man. Because oh. because um, I'm not young, and there's always yeah. a, there's a, there's a detachment from parents and youth. Yeah. Okay. And like um, because of things like school, like they spend more time at school than they do with us. So we'll we'll come home from work maybe five or six. Um, we'll pro- uh, they'll go to sleep at maybe ten, you know, and that's it. So in a day, you get like three hours, two hours with them. They get eight hours at school. Yeah. And then they might watch a, a TV. So they they're. they're they're, they're getting subjected to a, a lot of not you, you know, mm. so that can disconnect easy. And um, you can see why a lot of, there could be a lot of disconnection and there is a lot of disconnection. Like, mm. um, you know, in Samoa, when I ran, I, I ran academy, I, I, I ran clinics and I never had this before, man. I never seen kids here do it, but like one kid came, oh, Eliotta, can I go please? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. why? Oh, my is at home and I just want to be with her. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. You know, it's like, like they're still connected, man. You know, oh. and, and this is a kid who who oh. didn't go to school. You know, like they they're connected. And um, well. but there's a lot of distractions now. There's heaps. Mm. There's heaps. Yeah. What do you? Oh, you can, no, can, 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 I was going to say can, how can, interesting can. it is that um, you know, with all with the way the world's changed, you there's some common sources of strength similar to how you had your mother being mm. able to help decipher mm. the situation with their teacher. Um, but also, although you went to school and the kids today, you, your kids will have gone to school, mm. but school was very much different. So yeah, even that doesn't necessarily become a, a common sort of connection point. Mm. Um, so just really interesting how many variables there are um, I'll, I'll, for I'll, our kids I'll, today. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. No, no. I'll give you one, man. And this one, like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, like my girl came back and she goes, Ellie, um, you know, the kids are talking about changing, you know, I'm, I'm a boy and I'm going to change to a girl when I grow up. And I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, like they, they, they ask each other, um, oh, do you like being a, a girl? Nah, I want to be a boy when I grow up. Yeah, let's all change. And it's like, it's like getting normalized. And it's, um, you know how there's all that conspiracy about um, this whole agenda and everything. But like to hear that, I was like, oh shit, like it's different. Mm. Like they're getting all of these talks, you know, like you don't try and get an agenda through the adults, you know, you get them through the kids, man. And and the British American Tobacco said it best. If you can get a kid hooked, you got a customer for life. You know, and and that's what this is. And that's why Disney, all of them, you target kids, bro. Mm. You target kids. And then like when I heard that, I was like, holy shit. It's like the normalizing of like like just changing your body and changing everything and it's like man it's bro it's so different like everything's so unnatural now man it's like oh man so you guys are mandate oh what kind of man (laughs) you know someone's gonna call you up for being like transphobic (laughs) we're gonna be canceled soon man yeah it's like all mans like oh stuff like that man so um like man, like you, like oh, you don't even want to talk because, because <laughs> like, like 
the kids are on something different. They're on something different because you know they're getting hit at a young age, and it's easy to easy to do wow. stuff to kids. Easy to do stuff to kids, man. I can make my kids change their mind. I'll be like, oh, "What color is this? Red." And it'll be red. I'll be like, "Are you sure?" Have a look again, and then they go blue. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly." Like, man, that's why everything comes through the kids, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna teach about this and that and this and that." And as a parent, you hear the the keywords. You'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Pacific history." Oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna teach Pacific history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start with the land wars, man. Pacific history doesn't start with colonization. <laughs> it's a fucking load of shit, you know. <laughs> we're gonna start with the most traumatic stuff. Here we go. We killed all of you and we burned you. I mean, it's like, man. Wow. Is, is that how it really goes on really, in terms of history? They start off with the land wars. Oh, bro, that's what they, wow. that's all I'm hearing. That's all they're going to talk about. So it's it's, wow. it's going to be all the all the colonization, unless parents got to call it out, man. Wow. Like the, the history's rich, man. Like Pacific history is so rich, so beautiful. Like the navigators, the, the, the huge boating vessels. Remember back then, there were no aeroplanes. Yeah. You know, uh, the navigator, and the, Portu the Portuguese and the Spanish were seen as the best navigators, right? And so their titles was like Philip the Navigator, you know, the navigator. And then um, Luis Antoine de Bougainville comes to Samoa, right? And he, whoa, shit, he sees like thousands of boats coming back and forth. And he calls it, um, I think it's... Iles des navigators or something like excuse my French but all right and you know what they translate that the navigator islands it's actually islands of the navigators you know like wow. that subtle difference man islands of and this is a title remember like there were no planes the biggest vehicle the biggest vessel back then was the boat it's a title man and imagine they come there and go holy shit and give these people the title like it's so rich the history is so rich mm. And that's just for us. And then like Māori history is rich. Like, you know, there's just so much beautiful, brilliant Polynesian, Micronesian, Melanesian history, Pacific history there. And they're going to start with colonization. Wow. So it's just things like that. And and like now they're talking about, oh, we're, we're, we're going to teach your your eight-year-old, your five-year-old about consent and gender diversity and, you know, all these other things. Okay. So you got to be careful, like, Oh man, it's just there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot that the kids are are doing, like eight year olds are having to think about. So, and it's so sad because it seems like we live in a day and age where even as adults, or more so as adults, um, Eliota and Jay, then PC, we have to be very careful what we mm. say, very cautious. In yeah, terms absolutely. What's in, what's really going on in our in our heads? Like, yeah. man, I can't really speak. Otherwise, it's going to be hate speech. Oh, yeah. hate speech. It's like, man. And so I can imagine that our young ones who are privy to this information at a very young age, like, hey, what the heck? A yeah. lot, of, lot of confusion. Yeah. Um, and that's why I admire what you, you yourself also, mm. because I know it's back, like if we run it back to your, your sporting, um, your sporting days, and obviously the World Cup and all that. And I know you kind of kind of cause a bit of a fracas or a bit of a ruckus um, in the World Cup, um, idiots, mm. uh, of some of some of your statements. But tell us a little bit about that because I want us to, to kind of touch base on the, on the racism as well. Obviously, we talk about mm. colonization, but your your thoughts and your experiences on the on the field, and also that World Cup and how you saw those things in terms of playing time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, tell us tell us a little bit about, more about that also. Oh man, there was heaps that went down. So sorry, I can't remember all of it. But um, we had a really good team. We had a really good team. We beat Australia earlier on that year in Australia. Um, man, we had an awesome team. And then, 
obviously the biggest one was the uh, turnarounds is the um, three-day rest and you're playing a team with a whole week off and I think the biggest proof of that was when Tonga beat France. France mm. nearly beat the All Blacks. So I think 8-7, right. one point in the World Cup final. Whereas France, like, uh, I think it was 10 points or something. France, uh, sorry, Tonga beat France. A fully, a full French team. Like, yeah. you know, not a, not a, not a, oh, we're going to play some of our reserves in that. No, they beat the, the top French team. And, but what Tonga had to do was they had to save some players from the short turnaround game in order to play that game. And they lost a short turnaround. I think it was Japan or something. So they didn't progress into the quarterfinals. Wow. So, like, um, man, it's a lot of us are thirty. So at the time, so the, the short turnarounds was massive. Tusipisi, our most important, yeah. the first five got injured, um, and would have been right if the game was a week long. If we had a week rest like everybody else. So it was things like that. And the worst thing was is that I would go to somebody. Look, we get three days off. They get seven days off. Is that fair? They'll be like, yeah, but you know, but you know, it could be. It's like, bro, 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 look, 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 look. It's like, man, like these are allegations. Eli Eliot is making allegations that it's unfair. Bro. Even though the facts are there. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> and it was really bad. So the judge walks in, Judge Blackett, who's a criminal court judge in England. He's a real judge. Walks in with his Rugby World Cup bag, pulls out his Rugby World Cup um, pad and his Rugby World Cup pen. And the people who are trying to get me suspended at Rugby World Cup. Very neutral. Very wow. neutral, eh? How, uh, and then, so I was Outrageous. thinking, wow, this is a real criminal court judge. Imagine how many innocent people have been done by this dude. He comes in showing how clearly um, not objective he is. And, um, and then he was like, I'll oh, give me your passport. I was like, this is rugby, bro. Are you serious? No. And so, man, it was just crazy, man. Like, it's got levels. Like, we're supposed to be the dumb islanders. Yes, 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 sir. Anything, anything. You know, like, don't answer back. Look, you got three days. It's better than none. Say thank you. You know, that, that type of treatment. Yeah. You know? And then, like, um, you research everything. Like, um, man, I don't even want to say it, but, man. So they say it. So say it. Ah, man. You know, a, a lot of these people who, who oh, man, they bite all my stuff, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, bro, like, I, I'll, I'll say, oh, look about this. And some guy will come and run with this. We should rah, 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 rah. And oh, so, man, man, and then someone sees one of my tweets, well, yeah, let's do this. And okay, whatever. But um, there was heaps. Like, you look into, I think, All Blacks ended up going to Samoa. There's a lot of that. Um, there was the money one, which still hasn't been resolved, where, mm. you know, England will make about 40, 40 million pounds from a game with Samoa. Samoa will get nothing. That's still the case, you know? It's still the case. And then they'll give like 50,000 and goes, look, we're giving 50,000. Look how generous we are. Yeah, wow. Jeez. So, man, there's, there was so much. There is still so much. Um, it's just all corporate colonial crap, man. Like, you, you look at it and, because uh, that led you in trouble here earlier. Oh, I, remember, yeah. I remember you being interviewed I, on was that three news, and yeah. I remember that 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 day. So how did how, how did that like in terms for you internally and, and mentally? Like, what the heck is going on here? No, it was, I, again, here? it was a blessing, man. It was a blessing. I learned a lot. I learned a lot that how bullshit rugby is. All the system is bullshit. It's all fake. You know it. You know when you give one team three days rest yeah. and you give the other seven days rest, who's more likely to win? Yeah, the one that's been rested well. All right, yeah. so match fixing. So this, they were fucking fixing who they wanted to go to the next stage. You know what I mean? And here, here's the other thing. Like, we, we had a really shit ref that game. What's his name? Um, the Welsh guy. Oh, 
Everyone loves him and all of that, but he he's corrupt. <laughs> Nigel Owens, Nigel, Nigel Owens, right? Oh. Right. So I think South Africa to make 150 tackles and we only made 40. Like we're literally smashing them the whole game that game, and uh, we don't get a penalty inside their half. Like we get penalised in their half when we have the ball. Okay. So um, anyway, so we find out that he's Welsh, right? So yeah. in our pool, if we win, Wales obviously <laughs> are going to get affected. But here's the other thing: we found out that the referee select committee. That the committee that picks the referees, the chairman, is the president of the Welsh Rugby Union. It's like, what the fuck? It's just levels, bro. I feel better. It's, yeah, it's levels. It's wow. layers. And they don't expect wow. anyone to go into the layers. Mm. You know, you just play. And before every Rugby World co contract, you can ask any player this. Like, we get this massive contract. Like, you're not allowed to colour in your hair you're not allowed to have words on your wrist you're not allowed to cut wow. your hair it's, it's really you're not allowed to say anything against and that's what this case was about you're not allowed to say anything against rugby world cup you're not allowed to say anything against world rugby okay but i did so they brought the case okay so so they own your speech everything okay so but you got to sign the back so what our what we did was we didn't send the contract we gave what the, the signing yeah, yeah. so I told them you know when the contract I crossed out all those sections <laughs> you know you're not gonna own my section uh, so we're sitting in um, <clears throat> we're sitting in Queen Street uh, like 30, 30th floor of some fancy ass law firm and they call my manager in Samoa to see if that's true and he's like oh no <laughs> he's like really pushing oh, stuff yes yep Eliota yep he crossed it all out he crossed everything out and they're like oh shit <laughs> oh. And then he made up some bullshit rule. Well, that doesn't count because rah 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 rah. And it's just uh, you learn a lot of bullshit. And this whole thing was match fixing bullshit. You got your cannon fodder. Yeah, they've done their job. Woohoo! Whipped the woke up into a frenzy. Out now, it's left for us to make money. That's all it is, man. Because I heard you guys were good find. I don't know if the mouth guards as well. Um, Eliotta. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, there was that. See, there's so many issues, man. I got I got some banned for two years, and yeah. see, there were other cases after that. So they brought me again for for tweets and everything, and then I had to do telephone conferencing. So this was all in England, like no one knew about. So wow. yeah, they kept going after me, and and so then the judge was like, "Are you gonna stay here?" And I was like, "Yep." Okay, okay, make sure you stay here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I signed with Japan. And fuck off. Oh, is it when you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gloucester? Gloucester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, because uh, even now, Eliotana, you might get some flack, and from people who listen to this, and they go, "Well, why are you why are you causing a mm. why are you causing a big um, a fiasco in terms of that?" You, you, and some people might even say, even some of our own people, like, "Oh man, you're making us look bad, man, yeah, Eliotana, all, all that kind of stuff." But like you're just telling the, the backdrop of, of what's what happened. Mm. I think people would think twice, like, "Man," because people, and then some people might go, "Hey." What a coincidence. It was, yeah, he was Welsh and another guy on the top, he was Welsh. I mean, it, was, mm. it was a coincidence. But yeah. when you look at it, it's like, mate, some some of the things don't add up here. Was, oh, bro. No, it's, it's quite funny because then like um, everything that I said, then there's now these people fighting for, you know, like uh, I don't know if you saw that Oceans rugby thing. Mm. So, um, you know, now, wow, yeah, let's get behind the Pacific Islands. This is bullshit. You know, so now there's that big woke movement. Wow. You know, they're treating us like shit. You know, if they actually followed, if we actually stuck together at that time, mm. it would have been fixed at that wow. time. You know, and this is the problem, you know. And now all of this shit, like 10 years later, 
woohoo, come on, yeah, they're treating us unfair, yeah, we're woke, and all this shit. But man, like, it would have been done if we all like, nah, we're not playing this next game. Wow. Or we all actually took a stand together and actually did not play and then like held just them for ransom. Something would have been boycott done. It, hey, boycott yeah, it. Some, something would have been done. And now like a lot of players re- retire and then they want to pick up the fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's too late, bro. You ain't got the power anymore. You know, we, you had the power when you were a player. But why is that? Why is that? Really so why is it? There's a lot of our players now, they retire and then they, they want, like you're saying, they want to pick up the mantle. Oh man, let's do this for the Pacifica. Yeah. What, what's up with that? And where the, the opp- prime opportunity was right there when they were playing. Is it self-preservation? self-preservation is it like, they, they want to be able to still play the game oh, at the end of the day? Absolutely, bro. And, and that's why I can't like blame them for it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, <clears throat> but maybe I can like tell the young ones, bro, if you guys stick together, you'll make the change earlier. You, you will force their hand earlier if you do something but together, mm. okay? And if you let, leave someone out there to hang by himself like they did me and they got me and all of that stuff, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Everything will get blamed. Like you said, oh, people were saying, oh, he should just do do what they say and all of that stuff. I can't. I can't do what wow, I say. Man. I just can't. Like, my mom couldn't. So, like, everywhere we go, like, um, you know, we go to Denny's and there's a little crack in the plate. What's this? Do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm some bum second ass? Give me a plate. Like everywhere. And we'd be like, oh, damn. That's so embarrassing. Oh, and then like everywhere. Like, where's my receipt? Look, look, look. You know, like everything. Everything, man. She just point out everything. And we'd be like, oh. So it got to the point where she'd be like, come on, guys. We're going out for dinner. And we'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, no, I'm staying home. I'm yeah, staying home. Yeah. Please, please, nothing. Please, nothing. <laughs> like, um, like. Man, I, I feel like I was, I I was given because you don't choose your parents, yeah, and yeah. I was given the greatest gift, man. I was given um, the greatest teacher um, because I don't see that, like, man. And this is why, like, I I honestly believe, like, woman is God. I always say this, um, like, the mother was the leader of Pacific culture back in the days, Mother Earth or, or Mother of, you know, they can they can talk about. You know, oh, 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 women or whatever. But the mother is the centerpiece of everything. It's it's the creator of of people, and just like I was so blessed, just lucky to to have her every day. So when I when I stopped playing rugby and I could have kept going, one of the reasons was, man, mom's getting old. I need to keep learning from her. I miss that. No. So living overseas for ten years, I'd miss like the edge. Like she's edgy, man. She's edgy. <laughs> like even like. If I would say something, she like, then what about, like, she just counter. She just counter straight away. Like, never, oh, my son is this. She counter it. Well, well, if you didn't think of it, think of it next time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of just saying it. So you go, yeah. <laughs> but like, good like, boy, good son. Good man. Son. Like, so, <laughs> and she'd be just like, she counter everything. Yeah, but you're not, you're, you're thinking from your experience. You know, what about what she's been through? Or what about what he's been through? Like, oh, damn. Like, man, just like. Wow! Just man, man she's just amazing. She it's sounds amazing. amazing. It's oh, funny. I was going to ask. I was going <laughs> to ask about like um, where your sort of conviction comes from to be able to just. You know, I, I was sort of talking to um, the crew before about how um, there are a lot of people who say you know they don't care about the repercussions. They'll mm. speak their truth, but eventually they still want to participate in the game, yeah. and so mm-hmm. there yeah. are some limits to how far yes. they'll go. Um, and so, sort of learning about. 
some of your history and mm. your unwillingness to to play the game, mm. but to speak for the truth. I always I was curious about where that conviction came from. I think hearing a little bit about your mum mm. already, I can see um, that she's been a big part of that. Yeah, but um, I was just wondering if there were any other pieces to that that maybe, maybe you haven't oh, talked about man. yet in terms of where that conviction comes from. You see, my dad is the opposite. So mm. he was he he was head boy at our Christchurch Boys High. Oh, and wow. he was like the first, um, I think first doctor, oh, mm. sorry, I got to get this right, first Samoan medical student at Auckland Uni. Um, he's the first um, lawyer and doctor. Like he's a genius, but he, he is a really, how do I say it nicely? Like, um, <laughs> oh man, like uh, conforming, well. you know, conforming is radical compared to him. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. is... <laughs> By the book, he is, um, oh man, I can't say Balangi, but he's the complete opposite, man. He, 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 would, he's, he doesn't want to be seen. He doesn't want to question. But you know what was funny? So, yeah, I actually did get a bit from him. No, nice question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what he would do? I'll go home and go, he'll talk to me about conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He'll be like, you know, you know, you know something? They didn't land on the moon. And then he'll go on about Capricorn one, all of these old movies like um, Soylent Green, you know, where they're feeding like humans into pills or whatever. Like you're going into all that stuff, and um, and then in front of everybody, you like conform. And <laughs> you know, he, he even hit me up like, "Why do you have to tweet that stuff?" And I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah." So I was like, I, "So yeah, stuff like that." Like, um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting, interesting thinking interesting about dynamic. It. Yeah, by the sounds of it. So you said your, your dad was like will say things to you like, but the the man landing in the moon and say this is conspiracy. This. Oh, bro, he was hard out. And then it's and, fake, it's fake, it's and fake. then just go back and go. Oh no, and just kind of and then like toe the line, toe the line, toe the line, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the line. Yeah, like yeah, toe the line, bro. And he's like, um, you know, he's one of those <laughs> island dudes. Where, hey, Jackaroo, hey, 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 Robbie, hey, hey, Franco, hey, Pedro. Like, um, like mispronounce his own name and like no you know, way yeah, man yes, we, right? yes, like um but you know like he wasn't bad he wasn't a bad man he wasn't a bad man um he was definitely a good man but just completely different from mum completely different from mum so interesting yeah. what a dynamic yeah and obviously it didn't work because they always <laughs> 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 so, so they split and um but yeah but they got their own stories but yeah, there was a bit of him. Yeah, and and there was the conspiracy side. He was always, no, nah, that's bullshit. That's a lie. That's a lie. No, nope. he's always like Planet of the Apes. All of those yeah, movies, yeah. like, you know, the world is gonna um, end and all of that. Maybe because his mom was really religious. My grandma was really religious yeah. and believed in the rapture and all that stuff. Both my grandmas actually on both sides. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Interesting that both your parents were really particular with details. Yeah, wow. um, yeah, in different doctor, ways. Yeah, yeah lawyer yeah, and doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're really, really hard. Like, yeah, detail, man. Detail. Pay attention to detail. The yeah. devil's in the detail, man. For sure. Yeah. But it seems like you kind of spend more time with mom, mom. Also, is that why you kind of lean more towards? Obviously, with mom. Obviously, your mom's a very strong personality, yeah. strong character. And obviously, you kind of have those traits as well, or you have those traits as well, also. And so, bro, it's just it's interesting. Like Jay and I, the, the awesome question also, but it's interesting. So, would it be fair to say that a lot of the fire that's in the belly within mm. yourself, and and you know, just you having the courage to stand up, even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of no one standing yeah. behind you, you, would you say fair to say that you got that from mom? Did a lot of that, yeah, or it's just just you? No, no, it's definitely both. It's definitely both yeah. because uh, definitely mom, mom in the terms of like um, 
you know, she had me out of wedlock, and, oh. and at that time it was bad. And she constantly tells me, you know, they they used to call you Camille Paul and all yeah, of that stuff, yeah. you know. You know, yeah, she's so I had to leave and rah, rah, and I had you out of wedlock, and I was fucking, I'm not going to get rid of my kid or whatever. Like, um, you know, yeah, heaps of fire coming from Samoa and, you know, finding her way. And then there's dad who was, man, I think he was the only, him and his brother were the only brown people at Crush's Boys at that time. You know, I can't say that that's like, there's no fire in that. There, there's yeah, there's yeah, fire yeah. in that. Um, you know, his dad working in the factories and, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's inherent, man. I, I reckon that's what school's about is sort of like quelling the fire. Yeah. You know, it's mm. like, you know, just getting you to, be a part of them you know, but um yeah i was lucky that when i come home i get fire i get fire from mom i get dad's conspiracy theories and um you know and, and, and I, I look back and small things hey what does this word mean go look up dictionary well yeah you're a doctor, <laughs> you're a doctor. What does this word just mean? tell me just tell me yeah go look in the dictionary mom's the same go look in the dictionary like little things like um like nothing was easy man wow um, but now, hey, you got like dictionary.com and <laughs> yeah. you got autocorrect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah, man. So, but, um, yeah, no, nah, definitely heaps of fire, heaps of fire from uh, from mom, heaps of fire from mom. But now, nah, dad, dad had his way of doing things, and th that was his way. That was the way he was raised. And um, it's not right or wrong; it's just his way. But yeah, man, that's that's so. Um, that's so interesting also. I think a lot of men, a lot of the, the brothers who may be watching this some earlier time are thinking, oh man. And it's probably one of the burning questions. Like, hey, how come this guy is like so bold enough to just kind of st even stand by yourself? Like you were saying, mm -hmm. with the Murusa more and, and the controversy there and then no one kind of stood up and said, hey, I'll, I'll pick you also. Nothing there. Um, and so I'm just asking, and I'm just just in my mind thinking, what, what is it, Eliuta? What's the... What's the goal? What's the goal for you in terms of like standing up for our people? What's the the whole end game for you? There's no end game, bro. That's wow. uh, there's no end game. Every generation will have different adversities, different things to go through. Uh, we've got our battles, and obviously you're raising kids, and you see what battles they go through, so yeah. you you inherit their battles, and you try and help them through, and then your time will will come to leave, and then the battles will keep going. So I mean, I don't have a I don't have an end game, you yeah. know. I would love for. A, oh, good question, man. I don't know, man. It just seems like I, I maybe I can't see an end. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I, I can't see an end. There's just constantly bullshit after bullshit. There's so much shit, man. Just yeah, there's there's so much, man. Yeah, there's so much. And like uh, like we were talking about intergenerational trauma, like. Mm. If there's your shit, then you gotta get rid of the systems that created the trauma in the first place. And then there's, man, it's just shit. Like, oh, alcoholism is a intergenerational trauma passed down from your parents. Okay, then why is there fucking liquor store next to liquor store outside? Every you know? Yeah, like <laughs> fuck. It's like, man, it's like, there's so this, bro. Yeah, I can't see an end game. I can't no. see an end game because there's so much to do. Wow, man. So much to, uh, yeah, to question, to fight. Yeah, and then that's that's good. Uh, I think that's good, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have enough people to question and fight? Because what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing from a lot of our leaders yeah. 
is a lot of government funding, you know, um, a lot of wannabe associated with powerful um, balangis, you know, and um, there's, uh, there's a lot of con- pushing our people to conform to everything that the, pow- the most powerful white people in this country say. There's a lot of that. So, um, wow. yeah, I, I, I don't see, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, but doing what powerful colonizers have told us to do has never been good for us in the past. And um, but I don't know. We've seen a lot of our leaders go for it again. So, wow. See. That's a good segue. Um, also, uh, we kind of touched on uh, obviously your sporting career as a professional sports or, or professional athlete, but then we kind of education, academia, uh, racism, a bit of uh, decolonization. But I'm just just our thoughts, um, AJ. Um, obviously, politics also. Mm. We kind of cool to kind of delve into politics. What are your thoughts in terms of our PI politicians out there? <sighs> and be honest, be brutally honest, also. If you think, of, hey, I'll be brutally honest. I think it was <clears throat> bullshit how they supported the banning of unvaccinated Pacific people from society. That's absolute bullshit. That is discrimination. I was talking with my friends in South Africa, black South Africans about the use of the word apartheid. Um, you know, is it fair? And they were like, you know what apartheid means? It means apartness. If you have been set apart and not allowed to do this, then it is fair. And to see that a lot of our leaders supported the apartness, you know, of our own people who choose not to inject that stuff for whatever reason. Just, um, man, a lot of activists as well, it just showed how fake they were. It's fake. I, I, I saw a Maori activist, a very popular activist, Constantly tweet, we are the majority, we are the majority vaccinated, we are the majority, you know, yeah, rah, rah, you know, you should be doing what we say. And then later, like, obviously towards the end of the mandates and stuff, she was like, you know what, I called the ambulance and they didn't want to pick me up and they didn't want to help. Then I went to the hospital, <laughs> then, then I went to the hospital and the hospital staff kicked out my patient and, and they didn't want to help at all, you know. They are treating us like shit. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you talking about the fully vaccinated ambulance and the fully vaccinated hospital staff? Fuck. See, they wow. fucking forgot. You know, you have more in common with an unvaccinated Pacific person than you do with a fully vaccinated colonizer. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. But, you know, and, and this is what I saw. This is what I see people like, oh, man, these guys are racist. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're part of your majority. Wow. Why don't you go hold their hands? Wow. You were using them to shit on the minority of Polynesians who don't want this stuff. You know, like people forgot the battles. They forgot the battles. They forgot the battles were for human rights and people's ability to choose and all of that stuff. Yeah, but you're putting me at risk. Oh, bullshit. Like, just crap. Like, I saw how shallow a lot of our leaders and a lot of activists, fakeivists is what I call them, really are. Because they're publicly now going, oh, the hospital staff didn't treat, didn't treat me. The fully vaccinated hospital stuff. Oh, this school system is racist. The fully vaccinated teachers, you know, like all of this. This was during the mandate. So they wow. were complaining about all this stuff. It's like, oh, so you you remember, hey, you know, it doesn't matter if we're vax or unvax. You know, we actually have more in common with racist. It's like, man, it's just crazy. But why, why do you think they did? Why, did they, why do you think, yeah, what's your thoughts around as to why those guys, those activists or those politicians, RPI politicians, like, I don't know, it seems like, you know, we could get in trouble, but in terms of, it seems like they just turned a blind eye also. 
Right. It's just and if it didn't fit them or didn't uh, benefit them, it's like you see the thing that the problem I have with funding and getting paid, you know, by powerful people is that everything you say is comfortable for colonizers. It's colonizer friendly, you know. Um, you would not get any funding if you put them in a bit of discomfort. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so. These Pacific people, Māori activists, whatever, anyone who's getting a bit of funding from the government is... They're they, bound. Yeah, man, mm. man, they're compromised. And, you know, whenever I see uh, the most powerful political party in this country say, we are backing that person, you know, they are backing you because yeah. you're comfortable. You know, wow. you don't offer any discomfort to the colonial power. The most powerful people in this country like you. Wow. You know? You don't ruffle their feathers at all. That's why they back you. Okay? So it's, it's, this is how funding goes. You will get funding. You will never get funding if you're going to question me and attack me and, you know, like make me uncomfortable. Why would I give you funding? So you got to follow the money trail, follow who's behind these people. And if the most powerful colonizers, most powerful white people in this country are backing a Polynesian, then that's because that Polynesian empowers those colonizers. Damn. Okay? So that Polynesian is of no risk. In fact, they consolidate the colonial power. So that's why you would get backing. You would never get backing from the most powerful colonizers if you undermine their power, if you are a threat to their power. Why would they ever threaten themselves? Wow. But... But, 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 but why, why would our, you know, our so-called Polynesian brother or sister who's in politics or in government not be honest in, in terms of and not support or, or help our Pacifica people and do that? Like, what, what's, what's the... No, I, I think, look, I think they, <coughs> they're helping in the ways they probably think they are. Wow. You know, they're helping maybe helping us assimilate you know, helping us um, be in the system. You know what I mean? So um, it's hard because, you know, I will disagree on how they did this and this and this, but it won't mean I disagree with everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I don't like how they just shut up when a lot of our Polynesian people didn't want it. They didn't want the shot and they just took it because they thought, oh, well, just to get back to normal and all that shit. Like, they, they didn't stand up. Um, they didn't question anything. I don't like that. But, oh, man, it, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you, you can't yeah. – some of these people are parents, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't fully judge them as a whole person because yeah. of one issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, I disagree with that. But it doesn't mean anyone is, a, is evil or whatever. But I just hope that um, – Man, I, I, I just said, well, man, stand for something, man. Stand for something deep, man. Like, man, because shit changes, man. You know, one minute you're you're the most powerful of the Polynesians. Yeah, <coughs> shit can change yeah. in a minute, man. Mm. And um, I, I don't know, man. I just don't like, um, I just don't like that no one stood up. Yeah. But then, like, I laugh. I laugh. Like, I, I'm laughing at that activist yeah, yeah. who was like, we're the majority. And then her majority <laughs> mates, like, treated her like shit. Like, wow. Man, like, don't lose sight, man. Don't lose sight. Like, you as a Pacific person, we as Pacific people have more in common with each other, vax or unvax, than we do with 
mm. you know, with people who, man, who were trying to like fight against, you know, psychologically and all of that shit, like colonization, all that stuff. Like, wow. like we're stronger together. Like we are, and you got to accept together is not one mind. You know, oh, we need diversity. You can't. You couldn't even handle me saying no. I don't want the shot. What diverse bullshit? So you're only pro Pacific if I think exactly like you mm. on every on every issue. Then then I'm not cancelled. It's bullshit. Like man, it's so self righteous crap, man. Like you can't like nah, I disagree with him. But anyway, bro, you want a drink? Oh yeah, sweet. She's on coffee. It's like, oh, it's like, uh, man, like we can, we can still stand up for people and issues that we might not agree with their choice. But you know, like um, in England, all these white people, right? I come out of my court case, like I was telling you, I had these other cases that no one knew about. I come out of the courtroom and there's like 20 white people there. Be like, hey, and they'll be like, look, we may disagree with what you say, but we're gonna stand for your right to say it. You know, and that's how it is. Like we we can disagree on yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. But you should always stand up for that person's human right to do the blah 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 blah. It's cool, man. Okay, so, but you can still disagree on on their choice. Are you serious? But like, that's <laughs> their choice. You still got to yeah, stand up for yeah, their choice. Yeah. You know, and we like, and we had a lot of people who were like, man, if your choice, I'm gonna go stand with these. <laughs> these <But yeah>. people. <laughs> these people. <laughs> these, these people. Nice people. <laughs> But like, um, yeah, man, I, I learned how shallow and how fake a lot of this wokeness is, you know, like all theoretical crap mm. and man. And t tell us, I think, I think it should be, um, uh, people should understand what, what being woke does because I think a lot of people might be watching this. What's, what is Eddie Hutter talking about? What's, what's woke? And people may have heard that several times. What, what does woke mean? Tell us a little, what, what, what does it mean? Or more so for you, what, what does woke the word woke or okay. the woke movement mean? Okay, I don't actually know the real term, but I'm going to tell you what it means yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, cool. What it means to me is um, someone who like tries to tell you, you shouldn't say this, you should say it like this, you know, or someone who says, oh, you know, you who comes up with all these fancy terminologies on what we're supposed to say and how we're supposed to say it. And then if you don't say it that way, then whatever you get cancelled or you get bullied yeah. you get bullied by their crew and um it's, uh, fake intelligence it's people who are trying to sound more intelligent than what they are and always just self-righteousness people who think they're you know who just want everyone to conform to to their mindset like you know, you know that Mike Tyson one where he beat up that dude, you know, running his mouth. Oh, the plane, yeah, 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 the plane, yeah, the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and yeah, I, I think yeah. that's what people got to like realize is like, you might be great in articulation of words, but not everyone is. Yeah. Like some people are great in articulation with actions, you yeah. know. So like, just come across more compassionate in your talk. Yeah. And if you if you don't like what someone says, then come across a bit more understanding and why they might have said what they have said, you know, instead of just condemn condemnation yeah, all the time. You shouldn't yeah. this, you shouldn't that, you shouldn't this and shouldn't that. But um, especially for like our generation, we're sort of like, because, um, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, you know, like the words that they use now, you know, like microaggressions and all of that. I'm still trying to get my head around that. But um, yeah, it's like, yeah, like, and yeah, because I was in the New Zealand battle rap team 
You rip as well. No, no, oh. just battle rap back in the days, <laughs> just for extra cash at uni. Oh, yeah, man, so, um, just man. extra cash at uni, and um, I think about some of the stuff I said. Oh, it cancelled, man. Just like yeah, but Bro. just like yeah. It's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because we were talking about the uh, that the other week um, about you know the slang phrases that we would call each other mm. things that would get you cancelled and, oh, and and deep trouble if yeah. you dare to mention it now. But growing up, it was like that was our thing. Yeah, it was just yeah. the way yeah. it was. Yeah, exactly, man. But interesting. Yeah. So uh, again, you just got to keep learning. Eh, you got to keep mm, learning. Yeah. But um, it's not just about us learning. It's also about them learning. The people mm. doing cancellations nice, and that, nice. like, like people can't change. You know, it's like. Oh, but anyway, that's I, I don't know, man. I got kids, so <laughs> just focusing on them, man. I don't care if I get cancelled or what, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I think that's that's what we appreciate. Um, also, we appreciate that you, you're like I said before, just the courage to speak your mind and not shy away from it. Like, yeah, because some guys are like, oh yeah, I said this. Oh. And in, the, in their minds, like, oh man, how do I retract that? How do I, mm. how do I kind of get back to the and say, oh, I didn't really mean that, and and, and kind of save themselves. But I love the fact that you just raw, honest, and just hey, this is what it is. But I also like the fact that you say, hey, it's about understanding. Yeah, to be able to, if I'm wrong, oh, then I'm wrong. Hey, all good. I'm wrong. Sorry, bro. I'm wrong. Yeah, and it's about understanding and learning from each other. Whereas some some folks or some men out there or, or people in general might say, man, no, no. It's my way. It's the the only way. Mm. This is how it is. This is how it's always going to be. So you just whatever I say goes. But nowadays people can't. You know, if, if you have an opinion, people can't. Oh no, I can't say that because mm. it's too PC. And I love the fact that you just like I don't give a crap. I don't care. Oh, yeah, but some things are like, hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. My bad. My bad. Can you not screenshot that? <laughs> but, 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 I, but I like the fact that you still like. Hey, it's about widening the perspective and learning and understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas some people just don't care. Like ah, just just ramble on without trying to learn or unlearn. But you like no, nah, I'll stand. But I still got compassion. I still I'll still learn. And I'll admit if I'm wrong. And yeah, th that's that's awesome. That's that's cool, man. And isn't it interesting how, um, just thinking, like, the area that we live in now where things are so um, moderated, um, speech and things like that, um, even if it doesn't affect us directly, mm. even indirectly, the fact that we're filtering our thoughts, thinking about, is it safe to say? Yeah, yeah. Mm. To the point where we can almost lose the essence of what we're trying to portray. Right, right. Like, portray, yeah. like yeah, and you even just stand there and go, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you like, okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard it's up. just it's crazy how it impacts that way. And so, one of the things I was curious about was, um, you know, with with everything that you're about and that you stand for, and you know, with with kids, mm. um, have you have your kids been impacted by, um, you know, some of the things you've you've had to come through? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah on big your time. Like, um, like the masks. Mm. Yeah. So I told my kids, "Do you want to wear it?" No. Okay. So no, mm. and so them being like um, two of them, and only one other kid not wearing it at the time, you know, yeah. But I was like, see, did you die? <laughs> Do yeah, you trust yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, like um, there's there's that. There's again trying to get my head around the the gender diversity thing because mm. like how do I instruct them about that and then like get them to listen and. Um, there's heaps, bro. Mm, mm. Yeah, there's there's heaps of things where they will follow, you know, as kids do. They'll sort of like follow what you what you do, but mm, kind of don't know. 
So how do you like Because um, you mentioned Inheriting battles And mm. the complexity Of just the layers Like yeah. trying to unpack things And then I'm just thinking about The men that You know You mm. go to work You come back You're, you're tired You're exhausted yeah. And then you have to Learn what the kids are learning yes. But almost a step further Because mm. now you have to be able To unpack it And break down Maybe some misconceptions Some mm. issues Worries Concerns I just Wonder how I mean How you manage To just find oh. the energy Find the time Is mm. it a matter of Picking and choosing Your battles Bro, I, I, I don't know I don't have the answers For every mm. For everyone um, I do talk to my kids Every day I do talk to them Hard out um, sometimes I will pull them from school. So I actually don't worry about their attendance at school because I know they're going to get shit anyway. So I regularly take them out of school. And then, yeah, so, and, and I love it. I love it. So, yeah, so we'll spend the whole day together. Maybe, do you feel like going tomorrow? Yeah, just stay, fuck it, I'll just say it. Um, so I make time. I make time. Um, see, energy is, energy is a lot of things. Like, uh, it's physical as well. You know, so this is a lot of things that we're having struggle with food, you know, food, um, TV and stuff. So there, there's a lot of managing that and giving yourself, you know, a chance to be energetic for your kids. Um, mm. You know what I mean? So um, I'm lucky I have them now. I wish I had them earlier, you know, True. like I wish I had them while I was a pro, you know, because yeah. man, I'll be doing, I'll be bouncing all over the place because now I'll do my workout and I, Man, my knees, ho, 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 ho. my knees. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you have to find the time. You have to give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance by, um, you know, getting well rested. And I know this is this is all theory. Like your life, it's like there's dudes doing hard lives, man. Like working two jobs, three jobs, and stuff. So, um, you know, it's you got to find your own. But if you're going to leave it to the school to program your kids, if you're going to leave it to the TV to program your kids, man, you're leaving them to fight their trauma later on as well. Like mm. the system was, wasn't built for us and they're getting eight hours a day at school on bullshit. Um, so you have to find your own, your own way. But I think it's, it's not good to leave it to the teachers. Leave it yeah. to to school, to to do all their programming, uh, and if you're leaving like the school to do like Pacific program, oh, that's even worse, man. Like, <laughs> you know, that's why I, I love these guys who you know they come home and their parents speak Samoan hard out. That's awesome, nice, nice. You know, so that's that's decolonizing. Like that's that's beautiful energy. Like, um, eating healthy is not just um food you know it's what comes in here yeah, what, yeah. what you see it's all of that what you breathe um and this is what i like about history you know oh polynesian history is not written it's oral you know so you know because there's history and sound yeah you know there's energy and sound that's why oral history is so important you know so there's 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 so many different ways you can try and um create good energy with your kids and you know could be music could be playing music mm. with your child you know um could be dancing could be acting or whatever i don't know man i don't have your answer but just don't leave it to the schools man otherwise you're yeah. gonna be like us in fighting our trauma don't leave it to to mates don't leave it to movies and but um yeah you, you gotta have like a man i don't know man i was, I was still struggling with mine as well man like yeah wow. 
That'd be interesting because you, you you mentioned trauma, Eliotta, and people are, are watching this. Man, this guy's full on. He's just full throttle, real confident. Just making um. up. <laughs> <laughs> just making up shit. <laughs> it's just and, it, and it does it. You are. You're very confident. You're very sure of who you are, Eliotta. And some people think, man, well, that's easy for him because he's confident. You know, he seems like he's got everything together. Was there ever a time in your life when you felt like, man, I'm just going for some crap? I don't. You know, was there some dark periods in, in your life where you just feel like, man, I stuffed this? Um, to be honest, I just been like pretty mellow. So when when there's an awesome time, I just be mellow in that. You know, like it's not, yeah, oh man, I feel great. I never be like that. Mm. So you know. So when there's amazing times, yeah, just pretty much stay even keel. And then when it's not amazing, yeah, it's pretty much just like, I think like what helps is like when you have nothing, like we grew up in a one bedroom flat. I was lucky because we did move out into a a nicer place when I was 11. So I was very lucky there. But um, I think like not having much growing up, but kind of, you know, so anything else is a a plus. So just... um, no, I haven't really got too down. Sometimes the kids get me down, like get frustrated. And like, how come you don't know your 18 times table? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you be like, those Asians over there? No. Um, nah, to be honest, no, I haven't felt, just like at school, like when I was yeah. talking about like getting bullied and stuff, just that was the lowest, like just didn't want to go to school. But, Oh man, this maybe it's because your mental fortitude, um, also, it's just your mind is just you know. Yeah, I, nah, sport, bro. I think it's, it's sport, sport, man. It's you know, you know coping? how activity creates yeah. endorphins and stuff. Yeah. Like, bro, I was always doing sport, and um, I don't know, man. Like, dad was a bit depressing. He, he you know, he said to me, you know, enjoy your time at high school, son. That's the best time of your life. <laughs> I, 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 look, I think back now, I was like, man, dad was depressed. <laughs> At the, oh, time, really, yeah, really? at the time, I was like, oh, high school is going to be, high school is the worst time of my life, man. Like, just all bilingues and Asians. Like, it was the worst time of my life. And the best time of my life was when I left uni. Like, when wow, I left wow. all that, man, I was in England, going to Rome, having a weekend off, going to Egypt. Well, you know, like, well. it was the best time of my life when I left all that shit, you know? And I didn't even use any of that calculus and all that <laughs> bullshit. Like, man, they like fill up your brains with rubbish. It's like, man, like, yeah, there's just, um, so what was the question? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think dad tried to like get me low. <laughs> like, oh, life sucks after this. And then like you grow up and realize, whoa, dad had issues. Yeah, wow, well, so, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. No, no, but you know one thing I do even now, like um, even now is that when I go through shit, I always like, oh, that's a lesson. That's a lesson. Wow. Okay, so my kids have been helping me do the house. We thought we we're going to like rent it out and then maybe we could sell it now. And I've just wasted their whole holiday, you know, renovating a house. But then like, see, yeah, but you know how to use masking tape, eh? <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, you know, but yeah, yeah. Um, shit, I didn't, you know, so... But like, you see, you painted the ceiling, you know, we changed the tiles, see, you know, and it's like, so anything bad or anything that turns, there's always a lesson to it. Always. You know, it's like, oh, well, shit, shit's done. And that's one thing mom always says, oh, well, so what? Now what? What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Yeah, but man, (laughs) did you see what I did, man? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I saw that much. Now what? It's like, oh, man. 
But there's, um, can I just say that, you know, if you're going to be a pro or whatever professional, there's a lot of distractions and now there's, they've got a lot, but there's, there's heaps, man. So stay focused. Yeah. Nice. Refine, eh? Refine is the word, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. Like man. refine, you know, get detailed, stay focused. Um, I wish there was more detail. I wish I was more refined when I, um, was a pro. I could have invested in my body more and all of that distractions, girls, alcohol, all of that. Um, but yeah. set a goal, stay focused. It's awesome. Well said, also. Just one more thing as well, also, because we're, you know, it seems like we're on a roll, AJ. Yeah, we're on <laughs> a roll in terms of, I know we kind of touched space on the, on your sporting career and, and all that other stuff, politics. But what about in terms of uh, our Pacific men, in terms of the, the religious circles or church? What kind of stuff? What, what are your views in terms of what's what's been happening for the last two years or so? Man, okay. To be honest, I'm not um, I'm not that religious, bro. I'm not. Um, I try and be spiritual, but um, you know, I was raised I was raised in a household where like grandma forced me to go to church and all of that. So um, my mom was as well. So my mom and dad got hidings. My mom and dad didn't give me hidings, but when grandma was there, she hurry up. Okay, so I, I was lucky. I didn't get it as bad as my parents. Like, they got hidings to go to church. So mom was like, you know, we, we got hidings to go to church. It's up to you. Wow. It's up to you, okay? But um, I learned a lot about Jehovah's Witness, mm. like, because of the way mom acted, like, um, no birthdays, Christmas, um, wow. you know, really mellow celebrations, nothing. Um, my 21st was a dinner, you know, like, it's just like family, that's it, you know, um, no big celebrations. I learned a lot, like, spiritually. Um, I'm not religious. I I did all that when I was young, and when mom and dad did not say, "Yeah, I had to go to church." So, um, and he he enrolled me in sport. He was hard out religious, like uh, because my grandmother was his mother was the one who would uh, force me whenever she would come, and then he enrolled me in sport on Sunday morning. So on, so on Sunday, yeah. So like I had He's to the do man, bro. yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the religion, man. Like, sport was like a religion, and you just, I, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a kid. I'll do what my, my, my dad says. So I never really got, uh, I didn't get church at all, but <clears throat> I've been hard out into spirituality, man, like finding, mm. like, just deeper meanings and things in ourselves, yeah, yeah. Um, consciousness, um, oh, man like nature what's natural you know yeah. like everything now is like surgical surgery alteration of bodies um alteration of earth you got these ugh, like just destruction of everything everything that's been made you know whether it's god made you know you know people believe um just just everything is unnatural it just everything feels unnatural yeah and um the body heals itself here. Yeah, yeah oh, oh, the stuff, body yeah. heals itself. Earth, yeah. Mother Earth, all of that. Thing, everything is getting destroyed. Like the whole psyche of what a human is now is what? Like if you're born the way you are and you love the way you are, you might get canceled for that. Mm. You know, you're a cis now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and you like did nothing. You didn't change anything of who you are or whatever, but now you've got a label and, oh, man, I, I've been trying to, yeah, just look in the spirit and stuff, which is what led me to Pacific history. Wow. You know, wow. getting into what did they believe, you know, and stuff. So, yeah. <clears throat> How the women are the gateway into, 
you know, for any spirit, any spirit to get into this earth, you can only go through the woman. Mm. Right? So that spirit comes to her and then you come out manifested in the physical realm and all of that stuff. But, um, yeah, so. Wow. Because you touched on righteousness. You said, you mentioned in terms of, the, in terms of when we were talking about politics and politicians being self-righteous. How about, um, what, what are your thoughts on our Pacific leaders, our Pacific men more so in terms of the churches and, and, and that stuff? What do you think um, in, in terms of what's been happening with the pandemic and all that kind of stuff? What do you think, do you think our men, our, our religious leaders have been able to, like, hey, come on, let's just band together against this pandemic? Or where, where do you kind of kind of stand in, in the spectrum of all this? In terms no, of religious I, I, leaders? No, I, I see they've been using the churches to like uh, to mass vaccinate and to you know try to work together. And what they think, you know, I, I can't say that's wrong. You know, if they honestly believe that that's their answer, then that's yeah. their answer. But uh, there's some people who don't, and that should be an answer as well. Who who don't want to? So, um, yeah, that that's completely up to them, man. And I, I can't say it's wrong, and it's you know they should do this, they should do that, but. In their hearts and in their minds, you know, they they did what they had to and what they they thought was right. It might even be right, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> nah, it's yeah. I don't know because I, I I see the churches were um, humiliating anyone who wasn't vexed. Like you know how they used to read out, oh, your family gave out ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your family gave out fifty. Well. <laughs> They were actually reading out, yeah. Hey, you, you're not vaccinated, and your family, you got two there not vaccinated. So, um, yeah, man, I, I don't like that stuff. But to be honest, I, I've, I've stayed away from churches for a long time, so it's really unfair mm. for me to comment mm. on on how churches should and shouldn't operate. But I, I do think that you know, in their way, may, perhaps you know, they they feel that they're doing you know yeah. what what they feel they have to. So that's their truth. It's yeah, also for me to say. Awesome, any, any last words or any um anything you want to add, um Jay? Or ask? Um nah, nothing. I just just really wanted to comment on how grateful we are to have you on today and just for your insight, um just the genuine, authentic energy that you bring mm-hmm. and just being real open minded. Um it's interesting just hearing some of the things you talk about um from a personal perspective mm. because I feel mm. like I've sort of learned about some of the stuff on my uni journey mm. um, with with the way um, they're sort of bringing us through. But to hear it from someone's lived experience is interesting. And um, I was just going to comment on your childhood and just how uh, there seems to be sort of a tough love from, you know, from your mum in particular yeah. and thinking about the youth today and how um, our guest last week talked about resilience mm. and how some people believe you can teach resilience. Others think that, resilience is something that comes through experience you can't right. teach it to someone um so just interesting hearing about the resilience that you bring mm. um through the experiences that you've had and yeah. i just think there's a lot to learn um from your experience but also in our own reflection for the experiences that we have mm. and how some of the answers we need for the future are in fact already hidden in our past so yeah. i just wanted to thank you for bringing some of that to, to light oh, no, in my sweet, mind bro. yeah, yeah man. Oh, thanks for having me can i just do a plug here yes for please sure. please is, let's um, get it can you see this? <laughs> this is from uh, Decolonized Pacific. Thank you for the shirt. Um, on uncolonizable. So still working on the journeys, though. Eh? Like no one's, no one's the finished product. Mm. I think that's what life is about: is um, going all the way and 
and then you get to the spirit at the end, whether it's God or wh- whoever. And um, what did you learn? What did you do? Man. And how did you help? Also, man, it's been um, it's been a pleasure. Like Jay was saying, also, thank you so much. Oh, sweet also. man, thanks thank for you having so me. much, man. But um, yeah, is, is there any um, is there anyone did you think that would be ideal to come on and, and share also? <laughs> is, there, is there anyone that you can call them out? <laughs> Just oh. call the medals. <laughs> oh man, I, I I don't know. You see, you asked me, but um, do you guys? <laughs> do you, no, any, anyone, idiots? Who do you, who do you think would that they'll be kind of one of the perspective of our, of our men and um and challenge our men? Do you want a challenge for men? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I'm meant to be challenged. Um, I don't know an actual person, but oh man. Probably someone from the um, <laughs> from the work crowd. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, um, oh man, I I don't have a name. I don't have a name, but I think um, some of the issues that uh, our kids are dealing with. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, all, all good, all good. But I, I think know, there's a sorry. good suggestion, um, and maybe some of the comments of you know someone like Elias was saying from the work crowd, uh, crowd, and maybe there might be. A good um, put in some names and see um, who would be a good um, guest to have on 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 the the podcast. But yeah, that's a good idea, EJ. One more question. Yeah. Where can we get a shirt? Oh, this is uh, from yes. um, <laughs> this is from uh, decolonizedpacific.com. Decolonizedpacific.com, and yeah, they also yeah, the cup, yeah, the cup. yep. Uh, think like an ancestor, not a colonizer. Cups, mugs as well. Yeah. So you just order online, and uh, they'll send it through. But this is their new. This is their new one. Wow, man! Yeah, yeah, it's uncolonized. Well, thank you, thank you for the shirt. So, <laughs> yeah, as you can see, there's some space here for advertising as well. Hey, man, you bring it, yeah, man. Yeah, awesome, yeah, yeah. awesome. Hey, but, awesome. Uh, uh, but like, like every other guest, also we um, we always kind of want to give them a gift, and you know, you know, just a bit of a caricature, a bit of a sketch of who you are, also. Oh. Um, and so, uh, this is from the mandate team, and so also this is um, from us. Thank oh, you bro. so much, oh, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh, this is awesome. Thank you so much for having me, man. Oh, man. Uh, thank thank you. you. The pleasure is all, all ours, also. Yeah. Um, but if you could just say your, just, just your last words, also, just uh, you know, just to oh. encourage our, our, our brothers, our men out there. Uh, yeah, just um, refine who you are. Um, you know, work on the little things. It's the small things that matter. You know, just every day, bit by bit, get better. Just one thing at a time. You don't need to massive change. Just refine who you are. Um, what else? Uh, unlock, un- unlock uh, everything, unlock all your uh, spider webs in the closet. <laughs> you know, just um, don't be afraid to to unlock things about yourself that you've never been through, and um, uh, be able to forgive yourself and to accept who you are. And um, and that way, once you do that, once you refine, once you unlock, then you'll be able to ch- take charge better. Take take charge of your life take charge of your families but um, it involves a lot of um, honesty which is the unlocking and it involves a lot of small steps which is the refine just get better and better one thing a day one thing a week whatever but um, you know not one person has all the answers if we all do one little thing together then you know we can make big change man thank you so much Yusuf awesome Mandate.